You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7 FM. Yes, it's the Eurovision theme tune today because we're Terry Wogan on 7 FM. <laughs> I was, that caught me by surprise. I was it? for the drums to start. Yeah, see? How very regal. Hey, it's got to be done. It's a bit of handle, isn't it? Um, uh, I don't know, actually. I think it sounds a bit handly. Aircon's cold, isn't it? What? <laughs> <laughs> We've got aircon. <laughs> nearly blow my wig off. Yeah, exactly. Heating and cooling, it's all happening here, <laughs> I tell you. So, We're literally blowing hot and cold. It is, it is. Let's have this one. Oh, there we go. Good morning. That's better, isn't it? So, what have you been doing, Paulie boy? Um, can't you say? It was a short week, wasn't it? That's the length of it. We have a bank holiday, didn't we? We did. Well, you saw my bit of excitement on Facebook, didn't you? Not really. The stampede of cows. Oh, isn't that <laughs> funny? So for those that didn't I mean, see it. some of the comments you were getting on I there. Know, I know, I know. It's like, oh, I don't you know. have to read some of them out, because they, they were really they were cheesy. All, yeah, I got a lot of cow-based jokes. So basically, we had a sort of thundering of hooves and found, uh, looked out the window to find about 50 young bulls mm. stampeding around the garden. Check you out. Wrecking stuff. Were they? They That's broke my bird table. That I, I can't built. say she saw that on its yeah, side. it was on its side. <laughs> <laughs> it took me ages to make that. Not acceptable. Um, so they made quite a bit of a mess. Yes. And they're quite excitable. Oh, really? Jumping and leaping about. And did they get young. in the pool or go swimming? They didn't this time. Did They did the last time, didn't they? they? We have had a cow in the pool before. Who were our missus? They did poop a lot everywhere, though. Did they? Well, that's good. <laughs> get it up, bang it up, stick it on the mud pile. It's all good stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that was my excitement for the week. Eat it. The children would have thought it was brilliant. I bet they did. They were stood there with the door open, though, and I did say what, to the... trying to get me in the house? Well, I did say, you want to shut the door because they will come galloping in. And uh, can the house is worth two in the bush, isn't it? Uh, exactly. <laughs> Talk, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anything else happened? Um, no. Don't no. think so. I don't think there's been much excitement. We've had a couple of additions to the family. Oh, con- oh I saw, actually. I saw your well, video. Yeah, the weird thing is, I went out there when I came home from... Um, was it London or where was it? Work, actually, on Thursday. And um, the, the mother chicken had got off the nest, and there was a little baby chick underneath her. Oh. Um, unfortunately, it's got a spot on its head. Yeah. So, so it's a cockerel. Ah, uh, is that... Oh, is that a you know? Only with this breed we got, sort right. of called cream leg bars, Cotswold leg bars. They're, okay. um... That's, 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 that's how you tell. Okay. And, yeah, we we basically... When I looked in the nest, there was another egg open with flies and maggots all over oh, it. Oh, no. And I just nice. thought, that is not nice. So what I did is Clarky, in a true Clarky style, I basically, um... What did I do? So I got the egg out, and the egg was completely stone cold. Oh. And then I thought I saw it move, and the uh, the beak just opened and closed. Nothing else moved. It was stone cold. So I got the incubator out, stuck it in the incubator, and within an hour, it was twitching, and then within two hours, it was out of the shell, and I'm walking around. Yeah. You saved it. Are you playing this background music for me? The Lonely Bull. <laughs> yeah. Why? They weren't very lonely when we had 30 of them in the garden. Oh, I see. No, I didn't. <laughs> I know it's very appropriate. You know, yes, I am playing it for you, of course. How apt. How apt. Absolutely. 
You haven't, um, got, you haven't got a backing thing called rescued chicken <coughs> or anything? Nothing like that, no. no, okay. no. Yeah, and uh, it's sorted. Unfortunately, it's a cockerel as well, I think. So. Oh, dear. We'll have it if you want. But, yeah, well, that's what I thought. I mean, you can... But apparently, they're very sought after. So... Oh, are they? I had my feet done yesterday, and the feet lady what, said... cockerel? Yeah, no. And the feet lady said, um, oh, the Cotswold leg bars, you'll get rid of that no problem. Really? A cockerel. Mm. They're, they're very trendy, apparently. So... Isn't that what old people do have their feet done? No, but anybody who has problems with their feet. So if you look at my feet, right? Oh, no, I don't want... Look at it, right? It's short and fat. It is, actually. That's like a duck's foot. Yeah, well, they call me Flipper, and... Um, <laughs> they call you a lot of other things They do. Well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only to me face, though. Never be on me back. Uh, yeah, so that's tr- that's true. So that's... Um, I've my feet done, yeah. I, and I know your foot lady, don't I? Ah, I've done a, no, I can't get in with Anne. Oh. So I'm going to put a post on later... About having me, it's cold in here, isn't it? It's freezing. Having me feet done. Let me just chip the ice off the top of my coffee. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and um, I would imagine she'll react. But then I can't get into her. She's too popular. Well, yeah, I used to let you ring it for six weeks. Blimey. What, so, I know people might have in their breakfast. What does she do? Cut bits of dead stuff off it? And yeah, I mean, I got loads big. of hard skin. Because my feet move around in my shoes. I've got size six feet. Oh, my word. It's length and size nine width. Oh, my <laughs> So I can never be pushed sideways in a breeze. <laughs> but once I fall forward, I can't get up. <laughs> it's a true story, mate. It's a true story. I'd oh, say it. It's, 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 it is a true story. Oh, I, yeah. Brilliant. So we haven't had Barry this week. No. That's been nice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here next weekend. Oh, what's happening? I'm going to that um, psychic evening or weekend. Oh, yeah. Well, it's cold in here. So what are we going to... What's well, happening then? I, I don't know. Go for it still. If you and Barry want to. Yeah, so yeah. Sean, is, Sean is going out to France to do a remembrance thing. Okay. And he suggested that he Skypes in. Okay. Which I'm up for. Yeah, so still we'll still do, what, 8 till 10? Yeah, 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 whatever you want. Sure, you can do what you like. And then I'll give you permission. Thank you. Um, by then, I'd have done my first show. Yeah, so, so you'll be, be in the right state. <laughs> I'll be an expert. And, Bo- and Barry's done about four or five shows on his own, oh. so he'll be an expert as what well. What could possibly go wrong? Exactly. What can go wrong? Well, you know, we were talking about I like to do step by step instructions. Yes. So I know exactly. So we've got a flow chart done. Oh, I, I have brought, I did bring my own pad notepad today. No. It's in the car. That's the, your one I borrowed. Okay. Um, and it's going to say open door, switch this switch, click this yeah, switch. That's fine. So I've got it all. So that's why, do I, that. that's why I want to pop back at some point. Yeah, that's fine. I've got to Wednesday. turn this thing off. Um, <laughs> You're getting cold. Swing. I've got to turn the swing off. Swing? I didn't there know we were coming here to do some swinging. Well, there you go. So the swing means it moves around. What is that little flap going to so move? That stops the flap moving. So uh, it blows it out and it'll fall down. Oh, I see. But I tell you, it's better to be cold than hot, because yeah. you can always put a coat on. Although it is quite cool. You could put a coat on if I had <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, right. let's let's play a song. So we've got a few songs lined up. So yeah. um, I think we should probably go which well whichever one you've got the info on first. Well, of all. save your kisses. Yeah, as we're doing Eurovision theme. We are. Uh, was 1976? Was it really? Indeed. That's a long time ago, isn't it? 1976. Yeah. I thought that was other. That was 74, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. We'll leave you with this. Back in a bit on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show. But there's one thing I must say before I go. I love you, I love you, you know, I'll be thinking of you in most everything I do.
So we were just double checking, weren't we? Actually, we were. Whether it is actually today. Yeah, it is today. Oh, you have checked. I was going to well, say. No. Pretty sure it is today. Uh, it's Copenhagen, isn't it? Yeah. That'll be in Denmark, won't it? Could be. All right. We'll assume it's today. Otherwise, we've really mucked up the whole show <laughs> <laughs> by doing a theme show. That'd be wrong. Didn't? Yeah, it must say somewhere. All right. Well, we'll, we'll go with it. It's going to be tonight, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, should we do a bit of news. Yeah. Go on then. Yeah. So, um, break. Well, it's not breaking news. Deal to combat piracy in the UK with alerts is imminent. Oh. So there's been a bit of a fuss about this going on for ages, isn't it? So after years of wrangling, a deal between entertainment industry bodies and UK internet service providers to help combat piracy is imminent. BT, Sky, TalkTalk Talk and Virgin Media will send educational, in quotes, letters to customers believed to be downloading illegally. Believed. That's believed, interesting, isn't believed it? Believed to be. Mm. Yeah. But a document seen by the BBC shows that the rights holders are set to make do with considerably weaker measures than originally asked yeah, for. that's right, they are, yeah. Mm. The first letters, known as alerts, are expected to be sent out in 2015. The deal has been struck with the BPI, which represents the British Music Industry, and the Motion Picture Association, which covers film. The bodies had originally suggested the letters should tell repeat infringers about possible punitive measures. This is like a tongue twister, this. Punitive? Punitive. What's that mean? Uh, punished. Oh. That's where the word punish comes from. Oh, right, okay. Uh, they also wanted access to a database of known illegal downloaders, opening the possibility of further legal action against individuals. Yeah, because I, I can remember um, BT were, I think EMI did something with BT, whereas they asked BT to send out, um, to, to give the details to EMI, and then EMI would send them a letter saying... Oh, from EMI? E- apparently, I don't know if this is true, I'd heard this, and somebody I worked with said it happened to them. Oh, wow. And... They said that they received a letter saying, you've downloaded this on this day from this IP address. And um, they said, £500. If you give us £500, we won't do anything else. Oh, my it. God. Did they pay, you know? I would just say, well, I never... That wasn't my IP address on that day. Wouldn't mm. Yeah, that's worrying. The thing is... I would, not that I do download illegal stuff. I would... Um, I'd be worried about the risk of what you're downloading, because you don't know, do you? I mean, you just... It could be anything, couldn't it? Well, it could be. What, yeah, exactly. What happens if you download something innocently uh, and it's called, like, um, I don't know, it's called something nice and happy and, and you open it and it's absolute filth. <laughs> well, exactly. When you finish watching it, then you're going to complain <laughs> about it. 
So here's a question. If you yes. own if you own the LP, you know, the record yeah. to a song, can you could you download it? Because you already own it. Yeah. Could you download it? Just whatever your publisher or you have agreed, you know, whoever owns the IPR to it, intellectual property rights. But does that mean that it's so not illegal to download a song? If it's you, only if you illegal the... because the people who own it don't want you to do it. So right. if you own it, you can do what you like with it. Right. So if you you want a bit monkey face? No, no, I'm on oh. about, you know, I mean, I've got... So, for example, I was going through a period of copying all my old oh, records sorry. over. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, hang on. If you have... Oh, yeah, sorry, not the monkey face stuff, which no, we own the copyright it, for that. Yeah, 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 sorry. I thought that was a bit of a stupid question <laughs> when you said it. I Even more stupid what? than normal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so you're on about if you've got an LP, you've yeah. bought the LP, so yeah. you've got the physical... So um, I have it, but rather than trying to copy it across, which takes ages, could mm. you download the actual MP3 because you already own the song? Yeah, but there's differences. So, for example, I remember with my ringtones, which I set up the first did, MCPS yeah. uh, license, mechanical. So you've got the MCPS, which is the mechanical copyright right. for the actual LP. Okay. Which is the artist and yeah. the publisher, okay. potentially. And then you've got the rights to the song, which is the publisher and probably the writer. Oh. And they're different. Ah, so probably owning one doesn't mean you could do the other, then. I possibly guess. not. Oh, there you go. Well, if anybody knows... Yeah. And is listening. Yeah. Ring us up on 999 <laughs> and ask for the police. If you do want to get in contact with us, I wouldn't bother. You can do it by a, a variety of ways. A smorgasbord of contact details will, will come up. Swedish. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is it? Oh, I didn't know that. So we, if we got any Swedish people listening, we don't know anymore because that service was was starting to impact my web service. So I turned oh, off. Oh, no. Mm. Can't stalk anybody anymore. <clears throat> Not really. You can email us at studio at 7fm.com. You can call us on telephone number 01452 348 555. Uh, Sister X lady there. Uh, Twitter is 7fm or at 7fm. Uh, Facebook is, of course, facebook.com forward slash 7fm. The website is 7fm.com. Mobile portal 7fm.com. Mobile. SMS. Why don't you send us an SMS, whoever you are today, or an <laughs> MMS? Or an iMessage. If you've got a phone, just just send us a textual message. Send us a photo of yourself and send it to... <laughs> write this down now. Okay, no, not one of them. Not, well, I mean... Well, all right, yeah, one of them. Well, only if it's a lady. Yeah. 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 <laughs> not <laughs> oh, for Beat Street. Yeah, oh, dear, imagine that. <laughs> 07773 or 0773 or 07773 for Barry. 629772. That's 07773. 629-772. Store it in your telephonic access device, a 7FM text number, and text us immediately. Yeah. And it's on there, look. Oh, yeah, on your digital photo frame, which scrolls through oh, stuff yeah. to advise the presenters of things. 736 I can see that. So what, Sh- do you, what have you been up to this week, then? Uh, I was in London for a couple of days. Only two days, though, because I had to be back in Bristol for Thursday, but I went there three days next week. Oh. Um, yes. Uh, well, things have been happening. What have I been doing? Did the aircon in here, which actually, yeah. now, it's it's Ooh. quite it's pleasant, isn't it? Yeah, the fact that I've stopped noticing we've got aircon in here means it's... It's working. ...found its temperature and it's, uh, it's happy. Because it, it does get quite humid in here. Yeah, well, I said someone's coming in, it's like a teenager's bedroom. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's <laughs> like the smell socks. socks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god, we're like brothers. Freaky, freaky. We are like brothers. Um, yeah, I've done that. We've had a couple of chickens hatch out. We've bought some new chickens. We've got eight oh, new got chickens. We've got a couple of. Cool. Um, oh, what are the ones with the little black flecks on their neck? They look like uh, Elizabethan. They've got ruffs on them. Oh, I don't They're know. They're white with. Um, I have no idea. 
So we got some white stars, which are yeah, psychos. Did you go to the same mad. place? I went to Mary's. It was easier. Oh, yeah. Just easier. Okay. But, um, oh, white stars and I can't remember. But they're very friendly, the other ones. In fact, they keep coming up. Oh. Um, something weird happened this morning. I went, so I had a bit of a fight with the cockerel yesterday. Oh, you and pick I pick on that poor I thing. I don't pick on him, mate. Honestly, he, he attacked me again yesterday. Really? And literally I, went... <laughs> he attacked me, and I kicked him hard across the thing. Oh. And he came back again. Really? Yeah, but that's what they do. They've ju- they got a brain the size of Barry. You know, it's tiny. <laughs> Not the size of Barry. You mean the size of Barry's <clears> brain. Not the size of Barry's brain, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, they're very small, and they will just keep coming back. So uh, when I had my feet done, I had it done it... Um, do you know Downton's? No. The haulage company, big no. bright. You must have seen the. Okay. Have you seen the lorries? Probably. Yeah. So I, <clears throat> they're, the, they're massive. They've got about and loads and loads of lorries all uh-huh. around the country. So I went to their one of the MD's wives is a is a shopperist. Okay. I went there yesterday, and they live just down um, on the way to the anchor. Really nice place. They yeah. get eight houses, and she's got her own studio there oh, for nice. doing feet. Really nice. And she said, oh, I like a bit of land. I would like to do a couple of cows and, and some sheep and stuff. Yeah. And... Uh, Karen said to her, so, oh, what, you, you keep them as pets? She went, no, no, we keep them to eat, Karen. Oh, my word. Yeah, that's, what you, that's why you have cows. That's why you have lambs. She said, if you can't eat it, we don't grow it. That's basically what it oh, is. I mean, that's the rule. That's rules. definitely is a business then. Yeah, well, no. She has them to eat for yeah. herself. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so they, yeah. they rear them, pet them, kill them and eat them. Fair enough. Uh, which I don't think I could do, to be honest. Uh, no, I couldn't kill our chickens. But I'm getting close to killing the cockerel. <laughs> because she said, you can't have a cockerel like that. You cannot. She said, we got a Moran cockerel, really beautiful bird. I bought it from a, um, this place. And she was saying, really lovely bird. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah. And then it it, it did the dance, you know? And she yeah. said, you, you having a go at me? Next thing is it attacked her. And she had she had deep gouges down oh. in front of her leg. Which is what I would happen if he got to Karen. Oh. And she said, oh, no, there's no question. You just got to knock him on the air. Just de- definitely kill him because he will, if he, if he, you imagine him, you know, damaging your children. Yeah, And yeah, I just yeah. thought, to be honest, it ain't worth it. The other cockerel we got, the one you were going to have, he's like, he's the most feminine cockerel I know. <laughs> he is like, ooh, missus. <laughs> Hello. Come cockerel. Cock-a-doodle-doo, love, you know. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yes, love. It's all Camp cra- Cockrell. Camp Cockrell. <laughs> on campcockrell.com. I wonder if there's a... Re- <laughs> oh, I'm re- don't Google. I'm, I'm, not gonna go- the- I'm not Googling that. I'll tell I'm you. I'm going to register the domain later. Brilliant. Um, yeah, so she, she was saying basically kill him. So when I kicked him yesterday, um, because I, I tried to get away from him and he started running at me. Oh, my word. And he, he just... They're horrible. And he got barbs. they got three-inch barbs on the back of their legs and they curl up. Oh. So they... they are, anyway... Later on in the evening, there was all blood all over the over his barbs. So either he got mad and go on and attack something, which we couldn't find, oh. or he sat on one of his barbs. Oh, my word. Um, but anyway, he seems all right this morning. But um, the, the original little baby cockerel that we put under, or was actually hatched out, is gone somewhere. Disappeared. Gone. Yeah. And the one that we I hatched out, I put in yesterday, yeah. and she adopted him straight away. And it was really sweet, because when she saw him, she was, like, really down, right? She, I, she just looked not happy. She was sat down on the floor, just like this. And I, I went up, and she heard the tweet, and she looked around. And I, I put this thing in front of her, and she made this really weird noise, like a... Mm-hmm. Oh, Smart, you got Marge Simpson out yeah, there. Yeah, it was a weird noise. Anyway, she, um, I, she just, I put the thing straight in. Job done. Really? Everyone's a winner. Oh, 
Everyone loves a happy ending. They that certainly mean. was a happy ending. It wasn't it, wasn't it? I tell you, it's time for an ad break now, and then we're going to uh, come out of an ad break with a bit of uh, Ian Jury and the Blockheads, which I think everyone loves, don't they? Is this going to be hit, hit me with the rhythm? Of course it is, mate. You know, it makes sense. You're listening to The Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers-on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. 7FM. Roy. Yeah, we're on the ferry. We should be in Spain tomorrow afternoon. Well, be careful. Lots of crooks on the roads out here. Crooks? <laughs> you know where I grew up. This is different. They target British registered vehicles. Yeah, they used to do that around my way. I'm serious. They'll tell you there's something wrong with your car, so you pull over, then they rob you. Or they distract you at a motorway stop. They target hire cars, too. Hire cars? Yeah, well, they're driven by tourists. Oh, OK. I'll watch out. Good. So, looking forward to the drive down? Yeah, well, I was. <laughs> Thieves in Spain have been targeting hire cars and UK-registered vehicles, so be extra careful on the roads. For more details, go to ukinspain.fco.gov.uk. Hello, Mr Warburton. Um, I think my son Jimmy challenged you to a fight on my behalf. Um, the thing is, I told him your half-and-half half loaf could help him grow up big and strong, as it tastes like white but has whole grain in it, and because I eat it every day too, he thinks I'm as hard as nails. Now, clearly, I have no wish to fight you, Mr Warburton. Uh, that said, if we were to have an altercation, I probably could have you. Not that we will, but if we did... I could. Warburton's Half and Half. From our family to yours. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Music and news for South Gloucester. 7FM. Classic song now, bit of Ian Jury in the blockheads. Hit me with your rhythm stick. I don't know what year this was from. It's going to be 1978, and I think Paul will find out and let us know. The deserts of Sudan and the gardens of Japan, from Milan to Yucatan. Every woman, every man. Hit me with your rhythm stick. Hit me, hit me. Je t'adore, ich liebe dich. Hit me, hit me, hit me. Hit me with your rhythm stick. Hit me slowly, hit me quick, hit me, hit me, hit me. In the wilds of Bordeaux and the vineyards of Bordeaux, Eskimo, Arapaho. Their body to and fro. Hit me with your rhythm stick. Hit me, hit me. Das ist gut, say fantastic. Hit me, hit me, hit me. Hit me with your rhythm stick. It's nice to be a lunatic. Hit me, hit me, hit me.
What a great ending that is! Get on that. Check check us out. Check so I, I suppose I better give you give you a credit. You were right. Yeah. Seventy eight. Seventy eight. Well, it was a good guess, wasn't it? Well, if it was a guess, it was an accurate one. Yes. Spot on. Indeed. Indeed. We got uh, we got Shawnee Sean coming up at ten o'clock today. He's, He's coming back. Week. He's going to be live on the Seven FM cool. uh, in the Seven FM studio, which has got aircon. <laughs> Are you still cold? I, I, I'm okay now. 22 degrees. I think that's got to be the what's, optimum. What's body temperature in, in, in England? 37.5. But if you look at uh, 22, apparently, is the optimum office temperature. In your car, your aircon should be set to 22. Is that right? Yeah, because it will do the least amount of heating and cooling. Ah. That's the most comfortable. So the reason we're probably getting cold is we're getting direct cold air, and then once it's dropped, yeah, then it, it should be right. Yeah. And you're in the firing line. Luckily, I'm not, line. which is great. Yeah. That's fine. It's fantastic. I won't be in the firing line on Wednesday, then, will I? No, you won't. You'll be <laughs> sat here. It'll be Julian. Oh, I'll be sweating over there. Has he signed a presenter agreement and everything? No, but neither have I. No, haven't you? Oh. You I, haven't I, sent him out, have you? I haven't done him. <laughs> well, there you go. I, I, I will hopefully spend some time in... The thing is, I get distracted in London. Yeah, like curry and beer and... Yeah. Breakfast. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You know what it's like. You go what? Swimming? Yeah. Sin that there. Advert breaks at 20 past and 20 to the hour. You know oh, all about I that, know. don't you? Yeah, yeah, I know. I get in trouble if I forget them. Yeah. I might panic. I'll just log in remotely and disable your stream <laughs> <laughs> and put the seven-ball breakfast show on. You're going to have to I just could be me... really horrible, can you I? No, don't no, I'm leave not going to be. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be. Don't worry. I won't mess with you. <laughs> I'm going to come in between now and I'm going to get everything set up, get me yeah. playlists. How many songs do no you reckon I need for an hour? No, I've got, there's no access between <laughs> now and Wednesday. I'd love to do it on the fly. You're coming one minute to eight. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Actually, we're gonna be, we might be here quite early. I think Julian's going to come round at quarter to seven. Is he? We'll be here by quarter oh, past. There's no... There's no yeah. <laughs> I would get it. I mean, that's, to be honest, that's good. That's good. Well, yeah, and you know all about switching and you know all that, don't you? Not really. I've not really done you any... Ch- giving you any well, I've <laughs> given you a bit of training. Yeah. And then Barry tried to take over. Yeah. Five shows expert, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what could go wrong? Uh, what, well, to be honest, does it matter? As long as we're actually going out, and we will be going out if I switch that switch yeah, and slide up the that, fader. Yeah. Some of the lap, won't it? But then all you've got to do, if it goes wrong, just fade up sustain service like this. Don't you? So you've got to do that. It's just this. <laughs> And that's it. It's back on, isn't it? And that. So that's that button. Okay. That does. I never remember that button. What's that? Fourth in. Yeah. Fourth in, and you've got to press the thing. It says sustain line B. Oh, it's got a. Okay. Yeah. Oh, block. do you know? I tell you what. Now that's on. I, this is a lovely environment, isn't it? It's great. It's it is good really good. There's a fire extinguisher in the corner. It's sorted, aren't you? If Julian kicks off, you can pummel him to death with that. <laughs> pummel. <laughs> that's a great one. When you say Julian, it's not Julian Graves, is it? No. <laughs> No, do you know Imagine him? Imagine that. Julian? Yeah. <laughs> All right, mate, yeah. Simon's... Yeah. Brother. Yeah. Yeah, used to... know you knew him. Yeah, hang on, which is the young... The one that was a bit smoothie? 
the, old, the slightly older one. Oh, uh, Julian, yeah. Yeah, because then there's the older, older one who looked, oh, like, yeah. who looked like Simon, yeah. but was a lot older. There's a lot of them. And bolder. And he used to run the shop up he at did. Whitminster, that's didn't right, he? That's right, that's right. Whitminster Store. Westminster, Westminster Shores Box. Chris, I think that was. Chrissy. If I remember. How many of them were there? Too many. <laughs> the Graves Brothers. <laughs> I know, it says like it's a mafia It clan. does, doesn't it? it d- I just thought that as I said it. Which is what they were, really. They were really the mafias. So Marky Mark has emailed in saying Ian Jory with his subject from Mark Farity and Co Limited. What's the Co? Um, short for Con. Yeah, that's right. Mark <laughs> Farity. 78 was spot on, Clever Dick, sent from my iPhone. Ah, not switching from my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like the meat meatmeister is he listening? He could be. He's just got up by the look of it. What's, what do you mean by the look of it? You, are you sh- is he showing you a photograph of himself? <laughs> Phil, that's one hell of a bed head you've got there. Oh my no, god! He no, he hasn't. He hasn't. <laughs> it just says morning. Let my the day, god, day begin. Man. That was twelve minutes ago. That's a bit of a lie, isn't it? Yeah. I've got to get up even earlier tomorrow. Why? My, my son is off to France on a oh, school trip. Oh, parfait. And the coach leaves. We've got to be there at quarter to seven. Really? Yeah, so that's going to be an early morning. Ah. I said parfait. Parfait. <laughs> Did I say parfait? Yeah. I didn't mean it. I meant perfecto. <laughs> what are you showing me now? Just that looks great, doesn't it? It's cool. That's the photo I took in here with all the lights off. Yeah, it's good. Apart from them on. Apart from the coloured ones. Yeah, they're on. They're on. Yeah. So, what are you doing today? You taking him uh, tomorrow? Uh, so, my... Daughter and Janine, they've gone to badminton horse trials. Today. Oh, well, they are going. Niece to be out there today with their baby. Oh, cool. So, oh, they might meet each other then. Yeah, do they like, know each other? No. Okay. There's thousands of people go as well. Yeah, exactly. So they're doing that. So, um, so just usual thing for George. We take him to his karate lesson. Yeah. Later, and then I guess we'll be trying to sort out his stuff, his packing, in. he's they're not allowed to take any pictures. That's a massive, massive no-no. But he is allowed to take his. Phone, oh, right, which yeah. will load up with some music because they're going by coach on Euro's time. Oh, isn't it great? Do you remember going? Oh, we went, we went, and I, I fancied a girl when I went. Yeah, I don't that, know why I said that. that I'm not to me. To... No, that actually happened to me. Yeah, I, we d- went I with f- fancied that. Yeah, and, and didn't what? Yeah, what? <laughs> 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 not, not what? Not like that. What? What? Not, what? Not... I didn't say what and like that. What you said? We were only young. <clears throat> yeah, but, you needed um, the money, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I woke up on the ferry with no trousers. I don't yeah, know what happened. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because you're at that age. Well, I. So he's only 11. <laughs> 28. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was at that know, age. What, what happens on the ferry stays on the ferry. Exactly. Or <laughs> goes on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, dear. Yeah. So, um. I, I lost my thread there. Well, I think you finished. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> so that was yeah. So not a lot today. Just packing and sorting them out. Yeah, so we got loads said loads of music up on his phone, and he wants yeah. some apps. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So I, he was getting really. Oh, I've got to take my. Got to take the tablet, and I've got to take this, and I've got to take. Has he got that. something wrong with him then? No, the my tablet. This oh. thing I've got here. Okay. So we didn't want that to happen because no. it'll get smashed. Give him an iPad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I said, well, I went to Austria skiing when I was, we went on the coach, and I said, I didn't have any electronic devices, but yeah. unfortunately for my son, he thinks I was born in the Victorian time. Oh, I know. And well, his usual were. response is, yeah, but that was because you were poor. That's what he says to everything. Really? Yep. Because I said, must have said to him at Did some point. Did you give him a backhander that, at that point? I said beat, at some point his own slipper. We weren't very well off when I was little. Well, I mean, things were different. They were, but... You know, we, we did things differently. But for my son to try and imagine what it must be like not to have a phone. And when I was very young, we didn't, I think, don't think we had, she had a, even a telephone in our house. No. When I was kind of young. And I told George about this and he looked at me and went, how did you speak to people? 
<laughs> so we walk round to their house. Well, we should text them. It's easier. And see if they wanted to come out to play. And you could see it. His brain could not compute this. It's weird, isn't it? Did you... Can you remember your first phone number? Uh, Yeah, I can. What was yours? Well, it's still the same. Except it's got an extra one in it now. What, from home? Yeah. My, was it? my dad still lives in the same house I was born in. What, in Western Road? In Brockworth, yeah. Wow! Was it Westfield Road? Yeah. Well, you didn't correct it, just in case. Just in case, yeah. People go in and get, do something to him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he always shows There'd be a, ga- yeah, be a gang, gang of angry fans outside his house. Fans? Calling for my head. <laughs> <laughs> Those two words sort of conflict each other, angry yeah, fans. Right. Okay, yeah, But okay. no, yeah, yeah, that's probably, uh, yeah. Um, so, so I, I do can remember, remember mine, was, mine was 32612. Blimey. That was off Gloucester Exchange when it was five digits, when there was something called Bellgate. <coughs> so Gloucester Exchange ran out of capacity. What, numbers? They ran out of... Every, yeah, ran out so of numbers, So well, they had to basically. put the extra one in? Well, what the, yeah, what they did... No, what they did is they put a load of caravans at the base. So we, <laughs> Gloucester Exchange had a ramp that went down. I remember that. And it went down to way below ground level. Yeah, yeah. And what they did is they put a load of caravans at the bottom of there, and they had a telephone exchange called Bellgate. Oh, my word. And it came from, what, gate being one of the, obviously, four gates in yeah, Gloucester, Gloucester, and bell, as in phone. <laughs> Telephone bell. I think I thought there was something better than that. Lady Bellgate Street is why it's called Bellgate. Uh, Nothing to do with what I just said. Lady Bellgate yeah. Street. Okay. And the numbers, you had to dial five-something, two, and then they were four-digit numbers. My word. Yeah. I think I've been in that telephone exchange when you weren't there. Yeah, didn't I take you around? Yeah. And didn't we mess about on the tannoy? And oh. I'll get told off. Used to, there was this. <laughs> I do remember that, but it wouldn't surprise me if you'd done that. You used to be able to dial the tannoy in Gloucester Exchange. So, oh ra- all no. around the exchange, there's these little microphone. Wa- well, they're actually watch. They're actually headsets, but okay. they work as microphones. Right. So you take them off and you go, uh, Dave Smith, Dave Smith, come to the first floor old <laughs> building because there was a new building and an old building linked together. Right. But you could dial into it, oh, and there word. was one digit difference to the citizen when you want classified hotline. Right. So every now and then, you you just... So what you do is dial the number, then you hear a click, and then you speak, and that was what you do. Okay. Every now and then, you'd hear... Hello? (laughs) Hello? And, of course, this was coming around the whole exchange (laughs) on every floor with all the... Hello? And then you'd hear Dick Snow, his name was. Richard Snow, Dick Snow. He'd pick it up and go, Hello, yes, this is the telephone exchange. I think... Hello, yes, I'd like to advertise my (laughs) Hoover for sale. (laughs) No, no, th- no, this is the telephone exchange. No, no, I'm not in the telephone exchange. I want to... No, no, you've dialed the incorrect number. No, no, I've dialed the correct number. It's 309. This is going around the whole <clears> and the tunnel was, yeah, system. And he, no, no, no. And you could just... <laughs> and then I, somebody else would pick up and start doing noises over the background. <laughs> oh, laugh. That was fun. That was fun, wasn't Don't it? Don't have fun like that anymore. Not anymore. So talking, of, talking of fun, Apple... I don't know why they're, I class those as fun. They're not really fun. They've been in talks to buy Beats for $3.2 billion. Whoa. Technology giant Apple is in talks to buy headphone maker and music streaming service provider Beats Electronics, according to various media reports. The reports claim Apple could pay as much as $3.2 billion, uh, which is a mere £1.9 billion. And a deal could be announced next week. If completed, it will be Apple's biggest ever acquisition. 
It's being seen as a move by Apple to get a stronger foothold in the phone and music accessories business and bolster its online music offerings. The two areas are expected to see fast growth in the coming years. The Financial Times, which is the first to report the talks, uh, cited a source as saying the firms were still negotiating the details. Wow. So that's um, their big thing. That was the Dr. Dre, wasn't it? The yeah, Beats headphones that's right. that everybody yeah, was, got. Wasn't it? They're not evil, Apple, are they? No. No. No, no, no. 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 They were expensive as well, those headphones. They were oh, kind yeah. of like £150, I think. That's, that's quite scary, really. That's quite a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, hey, look, where does it stop? With all these takeovers, it, where, does it, where does it stop? You just have one big company that owns everything in the world soon. What, like uh, Amazon? <laughs> no. Well, they do. You've got, they, they, they even do data centres now. You've got, oh, you've got mobile networks running systems I know. in Amazon Cloud. We haven't got... I did read this. We haven't got anything about um, Amazon because I heard something on the news this morning. They've paid... Like a million pounds worth of tax, and they've they've their sales were sort of billions and billions. They were they were just reassuring everybody that they do adhere to the tax rules in the countries that they operate. Uh, exactly, so they, they do. do. Yeah, and that's the, that's what you work for Amazon. What you their PR guy? Yeah, I am. Yeah. So yeah. Mark is uh, Mark has just emailed in and said, "We were so poor we could only afford brand new Honda MB5s. So we had oh, that's a point. <clears throat> we had his and his MB5s. You did." Mine was RDG287W, and Mark's was RDG288W. Oh, my word. Now, we never bought them like Didn't that. buy them. Not, we never bought them, them deliberately. It's just that it was by chance when we'd realised we had them. <laughs> they were consecutive oh, number plates. Word. Imagine that. So this is for but people that But he looked like know. a girl anyway, so it was his for and people hers. didn't know, these were, these were kind of... They were the latest... They were a moped, effectively, well, they? were they? a moped, legally, yeah. In size, the engine size, but mm. they looked like a you know, sports racing bike, and they were really nice. So out of the group of friends that we had, we had the kind of the haves and the have-nots. Yes. So some of you guys had the flash. Yours was white, wasn't it? Mine was white. There you go. Um, I couldn't afford one. No. I tried to go down and buy one on HP, and my dad told me, don't be so stupid, I'm not signing that. Uh, You had an SS50. So I had a very old um, moped with a, where they call it, the bum burner exhaust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the exhaust came out right under the seat. Honda SS50, which I had before that. But you had the next one, which had the deluxe handlebars. <laughs> I don't remember Because they that. went up. Mine were like this, and yours came out. Ah. Uh, you could sit back and chill out. Mark's emailed in and told us his old phone number, 82292. So just checking that. Um, that 82, Gloucester 82. Where's that? That's not... um be a geek alert now, isn't there? 82. 82. So if that was off stride, that'd be Stonehouse. Um, 82. Oh, Is that to. Belgate? I have no idea. Is that a Belgate number, 82? I, I don't know. It's bugging gonna, me now. You, that, uh, that will. That'll keep you awake at night. So, I mean, we've got thousands of listeners, so I'm sure one of them used to work for BT and Gloucester Exchange. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, there you go. 8-2, 8-2. Not Wickham, is it? That's 8-6, isn't it? Yeah. You feel old now? I do feel old, yeah. That's the uh, age of me, isn't it? Really? The age of you, yeah. I think it's time to play another ad break, and then after that we'll go straight into another song. Going to have to play a bit of ABBA, I'm afraid, mate. Oh, what? Is that going to be from uh, 974 Eurovision Song Contest? It certainly is, mate. Quite literally. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7 FM. It's not hard to overload an electrical socket. You just attach too many appliances to one extension lead, especially high powered ones, like heaters and hair dryers. The problem is, it's not so easy to put out the fire. Fire kills. You can prevent it. 
If you need a sofa, there's only one place to go. Sofa Village on the Kingsland Road. Sofa Village have thousands of sofas at prices that won't break the bank. And with and with our special not percent. Uh, guys, can you stop the music? Ben, are you all right? Ben? Oh, guys, he's collapsed. Can somebody help me? Please, can someone come in here? I don't know what... Can you call someone, please? Would you know what to do if someone you're with stopped breathing? Search First Aid online and you could be the difference between life and death. St. John Ambulance. The difference. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Music and news for South Got to be playing this one for our Brigitte, who's a part of the Swedish fan club. I think these were from Sweden. Of Abba there for Big Eater. Yeah, we like that. We like. We've had an email in from Big Eater. Actually, she's saying, and um, she's saying good morning, guys, which is which is nice. Good. I'm just trying to catch my breath. Well, where this put it? hit me with your rhythm strict made me laugh so much. Really, it's hilarious. Bad. Have you not heard it before? Then Big Eater. I mean, perhaps it didn't get into. Perhaps it didn't get into the Swedish. Well, she's only 21, isn't she, sure. you said? Yeah. Well, she looks 21. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Right thing to say. She's saying, so tonight, guys, are you going to watch the Eurovision final? A human hamster wheel 
Polish girls making butter on stage. I'll be watching that. <laughs> a circle r- round keyboard. The bearded lady and yours and ours contendants as well. Can be a really funny show. Greetings from the Swedish fan club, Brigitte Stickmat Franamin Ifon. Very good. Thank you. Um, I, well, I don't know. Will you watch it? I, when I was a little girl, I used to love it. I mean, back in the 70s. I used to love listening to Terry Hogan talking about this. Uh, here we go now with the English version of this, you know, and all that. Yeah, yeah. But he'd be doing it on a phone, wouldn't he? Because they used to have to dial in. Oh, that's right. And you'd yeah. hear all in the background the old strouger noise. Yeah. <laughs> all over. <laughs> talking of phones, so you won't be stuck watching it then. I don't know. I might be. He's uh, he's uh, email. He's emailed back in, hasn't he? Hey, not, not. It was MDF Galway, again. Ireland. That's where it was. Ah. He saw ABBA at Wembley Arena on the 10th of November, 1979. Brilliant. No, oh. Nothing like living in the past, is there? They call this up. And his number, when in Gloucester, was 27596, which I know is off Gloucester Exchange Stranger. Very good. And then it became Gloucester TXE4A, uh, and they added a five in front of it. <laughs> Am I too, sad? You know too much. I know too much. Do you know, I can't see the... In the in the Eurovision list, I can't see the English entry listed. Well, do you want to know? One. We'll play it in a minute. It's Molly, Children of the Universe. You know, gotta be honest, it. it's nothing special. I gotta be honest, it's. it... Uh, mm. I see the Swedish entry is someone called Sanna Nielsen. Oh, that sounds lovely. Um, so this this show does oh, feature a lot of Swedish things. Uh, uh, you yes. know, uh, Ericsson, There's a lot of Swedish things going on, Volvo. There's a lot of <laughs> lot of Swedish product <laughs> placement going on in this show. <laughs> so I was coming back from London, and because I hadn't pre-booked my ticket. Oh, no. I had to get in scum class. Oh, that's where the rest of us have to sit. Exactly. And I sat in normal scum class, which uh, I went in carriage D, because they got the tellies in there. Oh, yeah, on the back of the seats, yeah. And that's quite nice. So I sat in there, and I watched Wallander. Ah, Wallander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Wallander, it says. W-A-L. Okay, all right. The original one. The Swedish one, subtitled. No. No, with the bloke who did... Oh, this is nice, isn't it? It is. When it did, um... <laughs> Take those ice skates yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> well, Big Eater's probably at the ice rink, isn't she? Uh, I don't know, actually. It might be end of term. Ah. So, the one who did um, Frankenstein, um, Eric... No. Bronner... Uh, I Branner. Don't know Eric, Sorry, Sorry, Kenneth Branner. Kenneth Branner. He played Wallen, Oh, he? I haven't seen that one. I've yeah. seen the original one. He's great. Um, but anyway, basically, it was the one where... It, you're right. Yeah, so am I. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not winking at you. No, no, you have really got something in your eye. Yeah. Not one of them joking. You've got something in your eye when you put your hand down the back of your... Anyway, um... So... <laughs> I got to Stonehouse, and I had two and a half minutes to go, and I had to get off. Oh, you're joking. No! That's... True gutting. story. No, I've seen the original ones. Yeah. Uh, which they showed on BBC. Yeah. Which is good for me, because if... Because I'm learning Swedish, it's good for me to hear this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I can't understand most of how, it. How are you doing with Swedish? Swedish? Oh, really? Not very good. I'm doing okay in Spanish. So, Birgitta will laugh at the moment. So, my last lesson, we were doing um, past tense. Oh, right, okay. So, I have... And there's loads of irregular verbs where different rules don't apply. Yeah. You have to remember the endings and... Uh, I'm just not... I don't know. I just don't think my brain works no. when it comes to language learning. It, it doesn't. I mean, oh, I, I haven't mastered, I haven't mastered English yet. Not really. But hey-ho, and so your Spanish is going well? Yes. <laughs> you haven't said anything in Spanish, but you adopted a Spanish look then. Yeah, I did, didn't I? The Spanish look. <laughs> es muy bien. Es, oh. es muy bueno. Oh, good. Uh, I think. So I, I've got to... Um, I've, I've got to... 
Oh, it's just complicated. But the thing is, when I speak to the canteen bloke, he goes, oh, your Spanish is getting better. And then he goes, yes, 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 it is, yes. <laughs> like that. And I'm like, oh, come on. I know, it's really hard. It's, yeah. So it's, my, my teacher's really patient with me. Is he? Yeah. And we have a laugh. Oh, good. That's, that's nice, um, though, isn't it? But see, you've got someone like Bugitu who's fluent in English, fluent in French. Why do you need it? And fluent in Swedish. Yeah. And probably speaks some other... Is she a, polyglo- well. a polyglot? No, it's just the way she sits. Oh, I is think. it? Yeah. Oh, right. I don't well, think she only go. got one husband. <laughs> oh, a polyglot, sorry. A polyglot, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, how about, uh, let's, let's have a listen to a bit more news. A bit more news? Yes. We're going to get through the news rather rapidly, Well, not we? really, because we've got two pages of it. Oh, is this some on the back as oh, well? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, so there is. So, um, yeah, Colin, some sad news. Colin Pillinger. Very sad. Has unfortunately died after a brain hemorrhage. Uh, British planetary scientist Colin Pillinger best known for his 2003 attempt to land a spacecraft on Mars, which is incredible, uh, has died age 70, his family have said. Professor Pillinger was at his home in Cambridge when he suffered a brain hemorrhage and fell into a deep coma. His family said he later died at Addenbrooke's Hospital without regaining consci- consciousness. Apologies. Uh, his death was devastating and unbelievable, they said in a statement. Dr David Parker, the chief executive of the UK Space Agency, led the tributes. He told us that Professor Pillinger had played a critical role in raising the profile of the British space programme and had inspired young people to dream big dreams. A really good cause, huh? um, The science minister, David Willits, called him a delightful man and a free spirit and added his vision of space exploration and his dedication to it inspired the nation. A man with a mission... Palab Ghosh reports on the life of Colin Pillinger. 7FM, broadcasting to Gloucester and the surrounding communities. He was a man with a mission to Mars. Professor Colin Pillinger built and designed a British probe to search for life on the Red Planet. With his bushy sideburns and Victorian air, he was a modern-day Charles Darwin. If we could find just a, a glimmer of some life on Mars, then you could make this quantum leap of uh, realising that we're not the only living species in the, in the universe. Through the sheer force of his personality, determination and charisma, he persuaded the European Space Agency to launch his spacecraft, Beagle 2, in the summer of 2003. It was supposed to have landed on Christmas Day. There was no signal from the spacecraft, but Professor Pillinger didn't give up hope. On this mission, our faith has been unshakable that the mission would go ahead, and we've crossed lots of uh, bridges to get this far, so we'll keep the unshakable faith. This photograph of what might be the wreckage suggests that Beagle 2 had probably crash-landed. He was often argumentative, but always, always inspirational and able to bring people round to his way of thinking. In 2005, Professor Pillinger was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. But he continued his efforts, poking and prodding space agencies to back another plan of his to land on Mars. It's mostly about meetings and uh, I can always reach you with a crutch if I need to prod you, you see. So I've got some advantages. Hopefully it will show the surroundings. Although Professor Pillinger wasn't successful in landing Beagle 2 on Mars, his efforts inspired the nation and enthused a new generation to science and the wonders of space travel. He reached for the stars and persuaded others 
that they could too. Music, news and information for South Gloucester. Show me. 7FM. Yeah. So, that was very sad, actually. Yeah, it was, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I was watching some videos of him yesterday, and he was clearly an inspirational guy. Was he from round here? He had a sort of southwest accent. Uh, do you know? I'm not sure. I west will, country I'll accent. I'll get on it, shall I? Yeah, if you could. It'd be great. So, our listener, um, our listener has contacted <laughs> yeah, us. Full stop. Mark Faraty. Play Sound and Vision by Bowie. Great tune from his Berlin days. Well, like, do you know what? I think we might actually do that. Oh, we don't normally well, indulge people like this, we? Do we don't. I mean, um, it's it's sound and vision. That's very good. Thank Did you. you start playing it already? No. Well, you thought you thought I had. I, I was like having David Bowie in the room. Oh, he's, he's all right. Oh, David, isn't he? Yeah, I used to like David Bowie. Well, Did I still you? do. In fact, he released some new stuff, didn't he, not long ago, which was also really, really good. Wow. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do, because we've got um, coffee break coming up time in a minute, haven't we? We have indeed. I think what we will do... Oh, shall I just quickly go on, interject? Go on, He was from Kingswood in Gloucestershire, England. Yes, that's, that's Bristol. That's where he was born. That's Bristol. Well, it's, it must be Gloucestershire, Kingswood. It must be this side of the border. No, it's not. Oh, oh it's, 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 it, Well, the Avon didn't exist, did it? So it was Gloucestershire then, I okay. think. So yeah, the Bristol was... 1943. A, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was good. Well done, mate. Yeah. So I just detected it from his from his accent. What with that and getting Ian Jury, right? Well, that's two things I've got right today. Yeah. The aircon's working. Yeah. What can possibly go... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what we'll do. We're going to play a bit of Sound Division now. Uh, this is for Marky Mark, our sole listener. He's, no, we have more than one listener because we've got Bagita and some others as well. And we have, yeah. Yeah, so they, we'll be back after this. We're going to play it back-to-back. We're not going to tell you who it's from. Mainly because I don't know. <laughs> so we'll be back after this. David Bowie, Sound and Vision.
jasmines in bloom. July is dressed up and playing a tune. When I come home from a hard day's work and you're waiting back, not a care in the world. See the sky waiting in the kitchen. Feel the arms reaching out to hold me in the evening when the day is through. Great bit of uh, air guitar there, Paulie boy. Yeah, a little bit of summer breeze there. Well, and you know, uh, it's the Eurovision today as well. It is. Yeah. You, uh, Mr. Meeks are online again. Is he? He's listening to us. Is he? But he said there's black clouds outside rain. Oh, it's not so actually good. playing a bit of summer breeze, Phil. We warmed you up. Whoa. Actually, you don't want to do that, do you? Not really. <laughs> do you know, we haven't got, really got that long left to play all these songs. Do you think we should play a Bucks Fizz making your mind up? Do you know yeah. what year that was from? Uh, you didn't ask me to research that one, but right, it was on must the... be... No, it's not on the list. 19... However, I won't get it in time. You I'll won't. do it when they come back. No way. I'll do it when they come back. We're going to play a bit of Bucks Fizz now on 7FM, making your mind up with Paulie Boy and Clarkers. Make 
Bit of Bucks Fizz there from 1981. Yeah, yes. I found that. Who beat me to it? Was that Mark? Mark, Mark? Mark oh, did. he's such a clever. Smart we should get him in here, fans. and then he can. You should come in here, Mark, one Sunday, Saturday. No, come in here on one Sunday. We're not yeah, here. when we're not here. <laughs> <laughs> no, come in here on a Saturday and come and sit in with us. Yeah, you'd enjoy like it. That. I think. Have you seen him? When's the last time you saw him? 1923. 1923. <laughs> I think he's still the same, really. He's still got long yeah. girly hair? Yeah. Has he? St- yeah, he's still got long girly hair. No way. Um, still wears that dress. Does he? Yeah. Is his name Facilit- <laughs> Facility at the weekend? <laughs> Facility. <laughs> so just, we had another one from Mark before that, which is entitled Bowie. And it says, only Bowie, or is it Bowie... David, I say Bowie, actually. Could get away with an intro half the length of the whole song. It's true, actually. <laughs> I, did, was, I did start thinking, am I playing the, uh, the, am I playing instrumental. the instrumental? But there ain't one. <laughs> or there is. How long was the Bucks of his record that we just played? That Two was, minutes 39. That is... I've I got a feeling really? they, they're not allowed to be very long, because if you look at... Um, Lorene was three minutes. Ah. Molly, Children of the Universe, is two minutes 55. Ah. Save Your Kisses for Me was 2.59. Maybe you can't go over three minutes. I then. wondered that. Um... Uh, yeah, so I don't know. That makes sense, because when we released, or we're in the process of releasing our single, the original, our original one of Your Amazing is about eight minutes long. It is. It's a good song, uh, And we had to obviously cut it. Well, of course, you were there. Yeah. You, you recorded it. Yeah. So we had to cut that down quite a lot to make it sort of single length. Yeah. So, um, and it's hard trying to cut stuff out. At it two is. Two minutes, 39 or whatever the bucks are, that's not long. Not long at all. That's the length Anyway, of it. thanks for attempting to rip my trousers off me halfway through that song. Rip me? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> That's what they do in it in the Bucks Fizz. Oh, sorry. Yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah. see some more, and then they tear the skirts off. Yeah, I, I, that, I, had the, that had the capacity to go horribly wrong, didn't it? Really, live on stage. Oh no, that is scary. That is scary indeed. Very indeed. Anyway, glad that joke went down well. Very, 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 very well indeed. Um, so we, yeah, we, we probably should do a bit more news actually. So I mean, Nigel Farage. Is it Farage? I can never pronounce his name. It is Farage. Nigel Farage Garage. It does, doesn't it? Or, or Nigel Farage, Farage, as in garage. <laughs> Blast Eurovision prejudice against the UK. Oh, wow. Nigel Farage has said, Bias against Britain in the Eurovision Song Contest shows how hard it will be for the UK to secure a good deal negotiating... Uh, re- sorry, regen... Are you all right banging around and knocking <laughs> everything here? Sorry. All like it's distracting. I got my hand I know, on I know, I know. I dropped my phone. Yeah. And I picked it up. And then I banged my knee on the desk. Oh, right, I'm dear. back in the room now. I'm back in the room now. Right. I'll sit still. Okay, okay. So let's start again. Where did I get to? Uh, uh, to secure a good deal ne- renegotiating its relationship with the EU. Asked on his regular LBC radio phone-in whether he watches Eurovision, the UKIP leader said, I absolutely hate it. PM David Cameron has pledged to alter the UK's balance of power with the EU. But Mr Farage says this was really quite funny, given the level of prejudice against British singers. But it's a different thing. Oh, that's nonsense, that's isn't it? That's just different. The 2014 Song Contest, which first took place in 1956, is to set to draw a climax in Copenhagen tonight. The UK has won five times in Eurovision's history, but not since 1997. In 2013... What was that then? Um, in 97, I've got to get there before Marky... Marky, Marky Mark does. Come on, Mark. Who's going to do it first? Who's going to do it first? Come on, Mark. In 2013, the UK finished in 19th place. What was the question again, you asked me? Uh, if a driver, if a train is travelling at 40 miles an hour towards Paddington <laughs> Station, and one is going to London, the same place, what's the name of the driver of the train? Oh, that's easy, that's Eric. What oh, was the other question you, know you asked me? Um, 1997. 
Who won it? Yes, we uh, did. We did. But what was it called? It was called "Love Shine a Light" by Katrina and the Waves. Ah, fantastic! Mr. Farage suggested the BBC's coverage of the event had deteriorated in recent years. Oh, he's having—he's he, on with everyone, isn't he? Yeah. I must say, in the years where Terry Wogan was the compare, it was actually laugh out loud stuff—the way that he just mocked and parodied parodied the whole thing he said and that's true actually yeah, terry wogan was. was good at doing that sort of thing I but mrs wogan might come in and say that she's watching eurovision tonight on seven fm but he was not offensive he was just gently rude wasn't he about absolutely. people absolutely if they were wearing something strange or he'd have loved the bearded oh. lady wouldn't he <laughs> yeah. is it a bearded lady or is it a man in a dress with a beard <laughs> 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 uh, uh, who knows? Try Gates of Delirium by Yes over 21 minutes. What's that? Is that easy on again? He's, he's on again. Why don't you just come in here, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> come in here. Quicker. You're far away, I don't think. No. Don't tell him where we are. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right then. They make the ward at the weekend anyway. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> Oh, it's gone really quick today. That's the, that's the length of that's it. That's the speed of it. Do you think my show will go as quick Hey, as hi Andy, Karen Belson here, first time listener. Loving the show. Hey, that's good. It, can you, know, you give a you big... Know. Sorry? Someone you know. Yes, yes oh. it is. She's saying, can you give a big shout out to me and Theo please? I'm trying to cram the whole series of Breaking Bad in before my free Netflix month runs out tomorrow. I might have to start calling you Hank. So, yeah, so apparently <laughs> I look really? a little bit like Hank, the Spanish guys, um... Uh, so have you got to the bit then, uh, Car, about uh, Los Poyos Hermanos? Have you got to that bit yet? Have you got to that or not? No? Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say that because I've got a t-shirt with it on. Is that the chickens? The chicken brothers. Oh, the chicken. Oh, yeah, I remember that t-shirt. Which apparently my Spanish friend, um, Hazel Lopez, says yeah. it also means something else. I bet it's a bit rude, isn't it? It is. A slang name for a lady bit. Really? Yes. What, the Chicken Brothers? Yes, apparently. Really? <laughs> Which I just don't get. But anyway, that's another story. So going back to this. <laughs> We've better uh, discuss that off air. Uh, we should do. Yes, yeah, so Karen, I am really, really pleased that you're listening in. Oh, thank you. That's great. She sounds nice. She's lovely, our car. She's from Bristol. Bristol. Hey, she didn't talk like that, though. No, oh, know. my God. I don't believe that. Oh, what? What? Gertlush and all that and Cortino? She doesn't actually talk like that at all. She didn't come from Brizzle. Brizzle, my babber. Yeah. She's from Bedminster. The Brizzle area. Brizzle area. Gertlash. <laughs> I got a Gert Gert ideal, she says. No. <laughs> oh, you uh, Hopefully racist. Tony's not listening because he will kill me. Okay. I mean, no, he will. He's a bouncer. And oh. a lorry driver. A bouncer and a lorry driver. And a kitchen man. So what does he do? Stop people getting into his lorry? Yes. By bouncing them. <laughs> True story. There oh, you go. Hey, she's sending me something else. Oh, my word. Look at that. I can see. What are you doing? I am in. Yeah, texting. This is great. She's actually writing. <laughs> oh, this is a fantastic I can't sit, man. What's that? Something off? No, 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 no. Oh, no. Yeah, so Breaking Bad. So Breaking Bad is brilliant. Oh, it's fantastic. I've it's, watched it. It's good. It's not as good as Dexter. And we're now on to Homeland. Me and my car, we're on to Homeland. We Stu- Stuart likes... He, he's like me. He likes everything I like. Pack it in. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sound it up. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I think, Karen, what if you haven't watched Dexter after you've watched Breaking Bad, you need to watch Dexter. I've not watched any of these things well you're very boring so my daughter wanted us to get Netflix and I said no we've got enough TV mm. anyway she said well can I just have the free trial yep that's for a it month. so she did that that's and she Karen's watched got, the entire yeah. series of Breaking Bad basically and she got through about three of these kind of different series these US series um, but she spent kind of a month in her bedroom desperately trying to watch everything before the, before the thing ran out do you remember Malcolm in the Middle no, not watch that either. Right, so the guy, Brian... I can't remember the guy who plays um, Walt in Breaking Bad. He was um, he was Hal in uh, Malcolm in the Middle. He was the okay. dad. And he used to scream a lot. 
right? Everything did he screamed. It was a sarcastic, fun scream type thing. Um, they've done a spoof ending, and if you watch it, it doesn't impact um, the ending of the real ending or any of the other series. Is this it's, Breaking it's, Bad? Yeah. Right now? Okay. Where he wakes up, and it's like if you go onto YouTube and put alternative end series five. Okay. So you could do this, Karen, because it wouldn't actually impact your enjoyment of everything you haven't watched because it's it's taken outside of so it they're, so not, they're, not, they're not in a funeral no. with six of the characters in no, it. no 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 exactly yeah <laughs> absolutely uh, and what happens is he wakes up in bed with his um his wife at a malcolm in the middle and he's got he's got hair and everything okay and he's he screams and she says what's the matter how and he goes I had this dream where I was this meth dealer and oh, and I was married to this beautiful blonde. And she goes, yeah, dream on, love. And he goes, oh, yeah. And then there was this, oh, oh. and he said the only thing that was dissimilar was that I walked around in my underpants a lot. And it was to see him in this, to see him back in that funny role because yeah, he yeah. plays quite a, it's quite a macabre, you know what I mean? It's quite a scary role he plays in Breaking Bad. Um, I've not watched any of these things. Watch them. So rather than the usual thing I say to people, you want to get out more and do stuff. You I need to stay need to in stop more. Going out and doing stuff and stay in a bit yeah, more. You do really. Ah oh, well, you need to stay in a bit more. All right, I'll try and do that. Okay, I'll try and give up a bit of. We'll life. play an advert. Oh, hang on. You have to watch Southland. Oh, if you get the chance, best US cop show ever. Oh well, there you go. There's another one. That's another one then, Karen. That's good to queue up. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Trevor's yeah. all. Everybody talks about. It. They talk about it at work and stuff. And I just don't. I'm just like the bloke in the kid in the corner at school no one wants to talk to because I uh, don't know what they're on about yeah, yeah. so it's in Marky Mark um, he's not disagreeing with Karen but what he's saying is Game of Thrones and Sons of Anarchy are daboom so da-boom. apparently have you, I don't know Karen if you've watched um, Game of Thrones you probably wouldn't be able to watch it with Theo because um, we wouldn't be able to really watch it even actually with Stuart thinking about it I'm told it's a bit rude there's a bit of Percy filth in it Percy Phil. Yeah, quite a lot of that. What character does he play? He plays the psychopathic um, dungeon killer. Right, okay. Yeah. Can you kill a dungeon then? Not really, no. I didn't. I think I got away with that, but obviously I haven't. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> I can't let a mistake <clears throat> go by. N- not really. Uh, well, don't worry, because I'll be listening on Wednesday. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I, Phil, Phil's just messaged us, I think. Yeah. Uh, and I agree with him. What's he saying? He's put two... T-O-O, we in capitals, because yeah. he's shouting that, isn't he? Yeah. Too much TV being watched and not enough people going out listening to live, also in capitals, music. Yeah, that's good. I, I find it too loud. I, I, <laughs> oh, God. I find it too loud. You're joking. Not really. Oh, dear. I do. You have to <laughs> recommend some quiet <laughs> buns. So, for Karen, <laughs> Karen's just come back and said, love a bit of filth. <laughs> Dirty girl. Dirty girl. Tell you what we'll do now. Um, we'll play <clears> the filth. <throat> no, we're going to play the filth, yeah. We're going to do a quick outbreak, and then we're going to play a bit of Molly and Children of the Universe. This is this is our entrance, our entry even, for tonight. Fingers crossed. Yeah, so I'm not sure about it. Let us know what you think, guys. Back after this on 7FM. You're listening to The Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers-on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. Parents give lots of reasons why they keep smoking when they have a newborn baby. It's just so stressful, what with the crying and the lack of sleep and everything. Well, my parents smoked when I was a baby, and I'm all right. But there are lots more reasons why you should stop. Because smoking around your baby doubles the chance of them dying from cot death. That's why the NHS offers free support to new mothers and their partners who want to quit smoking. We're so glad we quit, for her sake. Yeah, it's been good for us too. For help and support to go smoke-free, call the NHS Pregnancy Smoking Helpline on 0800 169 9169 
or visit www.nhs.uk slash go smoke free. So, what are we having done? So, I'm thinking I want a layered fringe mm-hmm. with more volume around the back. Yep. And I really, really want a textured wave. Great. With uh, feathered ends, but yep. done as a wet cut. Shall then- we start with a grade one all over and just go from there? Okay. Lunchtime can't come soon enough, with a different deal every day on the freshly prepared McDonald's Deli Choices range. Today, enjoy the Cajun Crispy Chicken Wrap for just one ninety nine. <laughs> Rest of range from 299 to 369 from 10:30 a.m. Subject to availability. Participating restaurants. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Got a bit of Molly now, children of the universe. This is for Karen. Karen Belston. Here you go, Karen. I've been tired of this thinking. So I've drowned it out by drinking Tastes like a bitter pill But I'll just wash it down With the taste of something sweet That some doctor gave me now This is a madness I'm not giving in We shine it like diamonds We fire in our bones Standing beside you I'm the feeling that So what do you reckon? Um, what do you reckon? Karen's not uh, uh, Karen's not too sure, to be honest. It's all right, isn't it? But it's not... Nobody pushes the limits with Eurovision. Nothing. It's all too safe. 
Yeah, um, exactly. Anyway, she has got a she has got a surname. What is it? Uh, Smitten Downs. There you go. So she. Ha- oh, that's barreled. probably why. That Smitten is probably names. why, um, Karen, that she's not using it. What is it again, Paul? Smitten, S-M-I-T-T-E-N, yeah. hyphen Downs, D-O-W-N-E-S. Yeah. That really, that really wouldn't go down well. So of, I bet she got teased. You could say, oh, I'm smitten down with she's, Molly. She's, she's got teeth. Teased. Oh, teased. Oh, yeah. And, so, sorry, um, I was going to say, just as I'm on a fact roll now, yeah. be careful how you say that. Yeah. Um, fact It roll. was co-written with uh, Swedish producer Anders Hansson. The Swedish they contingent. They're everywhere, they're they? everywhere, these Swedes. And apparently, Children of the Universe blends strings and harmonies over a pounding drum beat while the lyrics promote the universal message of love and unity. Uh-huh. So there. Now, uh-huh. now you know that. Yeah. Not sure. <laughs> I mean, Karen's saying this is probably the last song I'd pick for a request. And why doesn't Molly have a last name? So well, I've answered one of you, them. You have. I can't answer the other one. No. Why it's the last one she would pick? No. What would be the first one she would pick? Well, then? That's a good Tell question. Good Stay point. fashionable. It's good question. Exactly. <laughs> good question indeed. <laughs> there we go. So do you think? I don't think it's going to win. Well, I don't know. I haven't heard all the others really, but it just. But it, it would shut Farage up, wouldn't it? If we won it, it would. After all that, it would indeed. Farage. Yeah, that would be good, wouldn't it? Anyway, so there we go. Yeah, indeed. So, um, I think it's time for a little bit more news, Paul. Yeah, I, I could see you tapping it something. I'm yeah. presuming it was the... Uh, yes. <laughs> seamless as usual. Yes. You, make it... you said when I did that, when I described what I'm doing on air, what did you call that? Active... Active... Active listening? Is a- that what you called it? Active... Active something. Because I listened again to last week's show and you told me off for doing it. Did I? Because I was trying to find the news. Yeah. <laughs> and what did you think? I just thought you were horrible. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) So, the Jet Age Museum in Gloucester, up the road from us here, is officially opened. Gloucester's new Jet Age Museum has been officially opened 14 years after the old museum closed. Wow. Captain Eric Winkle Brown, I shan't ask why he's got that name. No, I wouldn't. Uh, He's 95. Is uh, he? The last surviving pilot to have flown the first British jet, the Gloucester E28-39, unveiled a plaque to mark the occasion. The museum's collection of aircraft has been in storage since the year 2000 when the main hangar was demolished. Volunteers campaigned and raised money to get the collection back on permanent display at Staverton Museum. Chairman John Lewis said, We're privileged to have Captain Brown at our museum to renew his acquaintance with some of more than the 480 different aircraft types he has flown during his distinguished career. Ian Whittle, the son of the jet pioneer Sir Frank Whittle and 94-year-old Sidney Dix of Long Levens, Gloucester, who worked on the top-secret jet product at the Gloucester Aircraft Company and witnessed the first flight in April 1941, also attended the opening ceremony. That's brilliant. Ceremony. God, I was going so well when I was like Well, it was debatable, really. <laughs> but yeah, it's acceptable. <laughs> yeah, that's great, though, isn't it? I mean, and I've seen, I saw them picking up the one of the... I think it was a meteor. No, it could have been a... What's the bomber? The, the javelin? Oh, I don't know. Was that a bomber? Uh, Sounds like it should be some sort of jet fighter. That one. Yeah, it could have been. Well, that one was um, that one was down in the. I saw it being picked up by a Chinook actually and moved across the airport. Oh, wow. So yeah, cool. it, um, that's good. Hey, Shawnee Sean's just come in. I thought you were looking behind me, and I could see lights moving. You in could the see rain. lights moving. Yeah. Hey, feel feel the temperature, Sean. Good morning. Right, he's here. He's here. <coughs> he's here. He's got his BBC pass on. You're early. Yeah, hey, he's got his BBC pass on. He has. What's happening, Sean? Not a lot. Not a lot, mate. Not a lot, no. <coughs> ah, that's it. That sounds good. It sounds good indeed. Oh, hang on a minute. Um, oh, we've actually got a request. Oh my gosh! Blind me. Your friend, our car. Our. So sh- I ca- can I? I can't even spell that actually. What um, car? K A R, isn't it? I can spell car. What's the request? Uh, well, I'm gonna have a look. So it's it's this actually. 
Do we want the long version or do we want the not long version? Well, it depends how long it is. I think this one's... Oh, no, we don't want that one. That's six minutes long. No, I have the short version. And that's five minutes 46. Oh, blimey. This one is for you, Karen. It's a bit of Bazzer, Bazzer Manilo on 7FM. Oh, Classic song. What do you reckon, Sean? I'm off. Are you, are you a fan? I can't. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sean won't be playing this on his show Hang at on, 10. I can see a Barry Manilow CD poking at the top of his bag over there. <laughs> yeah, it's not Give a Barry Manilow nonsense. CD. We won't go into that now. <laughs> this is a bit of Barry Manilow for it. Karen Belson from Quedgley. If you're going to be doing Congreen or whatever that is around the kitchen, let us know, Karen. Send us a photo of what you're doing, in fact. Steady. Okay.
That is for Karen Belson. She's just, uh, she just actually texted me and said, with lyrics like Copacabana, have a banana, who wouldn't love this cheese? Well, I think you've got uh, at least one person in the studio who doesn't love this cheese, and that's our Sean. We're going to take a quick ad break now. We'll be back after this on 7FM. You're listening to The Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers-on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. This is Trina, your chief flight attendant. At this point, we would normally show you where the emergency exits are. But we've decided not to. That's if there are any. There might be, or there might not. It would worry you on a plane, so why doesn't it in your own home? In the event of a house fire, it's vital you already know your escape routes. Make sure you fit a smoke alarm and test it once a week. Fire kills. You can prevent it. Oh, and you're not really supposed to smoke in the toilets, but as there's no smoke alarms, knock yourself out. In your lifetime, you'll spend around 5,000 hours in the supermarket, 1,700 hours brushing your teeth, and 150,000 hours watching the telly. All we're asking you for is one. We need volunteers to donate an hour of their time to help collect money for the Great Daffodil Appeal. The money you raise will help Marie Curie Cancer Care nurse terminally ill people in their final hours. Simply visit the Marie Curie website to sign up. The hour you donate could help someone in their final hours. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. You're back with me, Clarky. Well, not me and Clarky. I am Clarky. Paulie well, boy and our Sean. You are slightly schizophrenic. So Do you think I am? Could explain why you think there's two of you. Oh, I don't know. That may be just the three of us, or four of us, including, <laughs> including <laughs> both of you. The double me, indeed. <laughs> indeed. So that was for our car, at Copacabana. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, our car, for uh, making uh, us our, listen to that. Our car, yeah. I'm not sure. We're not sure. We're not sure about it. We're car. not sure. I did point out, I should did point out off air, and I'll yes. put it on it. He's a very good songwriter. I just don't like that song. No. I'll tell you one of his best ones that um, Take That covered um, was... What was it? Slow one, <laughs> not Mandy. No. Um, it was it was done on Rachmaninoff's Piano Concerto in C minor. It was a... a te- not Rachmaninoff, it was a take on that. I'm the lead singer Green. from Monkey Face. You really expect me to understand anything about classical music? No, no, no. What's it called? Um, I'll get on it. Oh, come on. I'll get on it. So I Take ne- That cover of Barry Manley. Yeah. Right, bear with me. Oh, it starts off... It's in C minor. Oh, that's helped me a lot, yeah. It's, oh, what's it called? What's it called? It's not F-sharp minor. No, it's not F-sharp minor. Um, D-flat minor is the same. Just keep ad-libbing. Okay, I will. It, um, my tablet's going slowly. There was a young man called Enos. Oh, no, <laughs> can't do that one. <laughs> <laughs> Take that cover. Do you want me to... What's that word I said? What am I doing again? I don't know. You said there's a word if I'm describing what I'm doing on air. Sean, I know. When you say, I'm just getting the news ready. Yeah. Active People, listening. Is that what you said? I did, but I did, it's not. Active listening is when you're going, huh, huh, mm, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. So what am I doing when uh-huh. I'm describing what I'm doing? Is there a proper phrase for that? Annoying? I don't know. What is it, Sean? <laughs> Could it know. be magic? <laughs> Could it be magic? That's the one. There you go. It is. That's the one. Yeah, that's it. I, that was I a feel, question. I feel closed. I that got closure the answer, now. question. <laughs> the question was, if a, a train is... No, no, we've done that one, haven't we? <laughs> do you think we should do the, um, do you think we should do the, the newspapers? Oh, or not, why not? We haven't got a bit for Sean, have we, unfortunately? Oh. I find it, I, no, we'll make something up, Sean. Yeah, make something up. <laughs> In breaking news, then you can insert the rest after that yourself. Do you think that's what we should do? Yeah, let him go for it. Okay. Put him on the spot. Okay, here we go. 
You may recognise this. Uh, one story dominates today's front page is the opening of the prosecution case at Rolf Harris's trial for sex offences. The Daily Mirror Stark front quotes from a letter the entertainer is said to have written in which he claimed to sicken himself. The trial also leads to Cern, the TV presenter, the musician, cartoonist and painter, denies 12 counts of indecent ac- ac- um, assault against four girls. He admits an affair with an 18-year-old family friend. The Daily Telegraph also leads on the case, noting that the prosecution claimed the Australian board, Miss Bourne, Mr. Harris, had a Jekyll and Hyde personality, with a dark side not apparent to people he met in the course of his work. The continuing unrest in Ukraine is the top story in the Independent today. The paper's Kim... Gupta. Thank you. Paints a dramatic picture of clashes in the town of Mariupol. Oh, here we go. Mariupol. Thank you. Between... (laughs) Shall I do this? Thank you, Kurt. I'll just get me coat. (laughs) Pro-Russian militia and Ukrainian security forces. I got that right. The Guardian's lead is that the health watchdog, NICE, is to recommend that nurses should have to look after no more than eight patients. The new guidelines will, the paper reports, require hospitals to hire thousands of extra staff. Indeed. And the iNewspaper's front page has an image of a British RAF serviceman posing with what appears to be a Taliban fighter's corpse. The picture is one of two being investigated by the Ministry of Defence, the paper says. And the Daily Express headline concerns the Queen's last-minute withdrawal from undertaking part of a ceremony at Westminster Abbey. The Express says the change highlights the monarch's increasing frailty. And the Financial Times leads again on the fraught takeover bid by drug drug giant Pfizer uh, for British pharmaceutical firm AstraZeneca. UK politicians have been critical of the proposed deal, and now the FT notes their US counterparts have concerns too. A taxing problem for Gary Barlow and other former members of the group take that is the Times lead. The paper says Barlow and three others have been ordered to repay millions to HMRC after a scheme they had invested in was ruled tax avoidance. And the Daily Star leads on the presumed bidding war in Fleet Street for an exclusive interview with model Katie Price's recently separated husband, Kieran Haler. The part-time stripper is tipped for reality TV stardom, the star adds. What? Katie Price is a stripper? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is she? Well... Well, I didn't know, actually, as I was reading that. I thought, does she mean her husband's a part-time stripper? I'm not sure. So we're only going to talk for another one minute and 20 seconds. You were doing the wind-it-up. I was talking <laughs> well, as fast as I could. It on? I was doing as fast as I could. You I give th- me the wind-it-up <clears throat> signal. I think that, so that is a, a specially mixed one minute, 22 seconds yeah. music bed. It's still I think, going. I think <laughs> I could have read it twice, slowly. <laughs> yeah, that means it would be three minutes and 44. I it? bet this doesn't happen on Sean's show. It won't happen on Sean's. <laughs> We, do you know, we go into the kitchen after this and we listen and go and think, that's how you do a show. That's yeah. a professional. A we professional get, in the desk. We don't actually. We listen and wait for you to do something wrong. But you never do. Fluff some it up and go, look, see, he does it as well. What did you say? Fluff some it up. Oh, that's all right then. Thank you. <laughs> so, Karen has actually already told us, if I was reading that, it could, magic, could it be? Yeah. Well, it could be magic. What? <laughs> Is that a question or the I answer to a question? I think that's the answer to the question. So that was from our, from our car. She's come in and said it was, could it be magic? Yeah, it was. I know. I read it. Okay, well, there you go. Come and tell me. Come around here telling me what to do. Exactly. So Mark has suggested we merge Children of the Grave <laughs> and Symptom <laughs> of the Universe by Black Sabbath. What would that give us? Um, uh, Children you... of the Universe. <laughs> There you go. Oh, he's a clever boy. Can you do a live mashup now on those two songs? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> what about Symptom of the Grave? That would be the other one. Okay. I think you're going to say, what about the Simpsons? Excellent. <laughs> Wait a minute. No. Yeah, so uh, what you got coming out today on your show then? Can you say or is it secret? I can say. <clears throat> What's uh, happening? Our man Jamie McDonald from Gloucester, uh-huh. the legend. Really? He is in Germany right now. He's taking part in the Fisherman's Friend Strongman Challenge. Yep. Um, he's representing Team GB. He's out there Fantastic. with seven others. So we yep. caught up with him just before he flew out. Brilliant. 
the Cheltenham Lido reopens today for the season, and if you want to go, it costs you 2p to get in. 2p? So that's a bargain. 2p. Why 2p? Copper p. It's Victorian prices, apparently. Fantastic. Uh, starting a Victorian day, so that's on. And the coffee and tea, is that all Victorian? No. I'd put the staff are dressing up, so I expect it will be. Ooh. And the main difference is you can't get into the pool without having one of those bathing trolleys. <laughs> and the other things you have to get in out one of those. <laughs> well, you've got one of those, and those things you put on your nose. <laughs> I put on my nose. Yeah, you should What's put the things on your nose. Oh, a nose clip. <laughs> nose clip. I didn't have those in Victorian days. So that's that's really good, isn't it? Cheltenham Lido. I have not been there for a long time. There's good. one at Stroud, isn't there, as well? I think. Is there a Stroud Lido? Uh, there is an open air pool at Stroud, yeah. yeah. Is that in Sanford Park or something? That's Cheltenham. That's the Cheltenham. Oh, yeah. What am I thinking of? <laughs> Stratford Park. Yeah, in near Bishop's Norton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But um, a friend of mine used to run the one in Cheltenham. Her name was Julie. She used to live by her in Maple Close. Julie, can't remember her surname. Can't remember anything. Um, but yeah, so that's a, that's a good place. It's good there. Are you going, Sean? Well, I'm not, no. no it's a bit cold, isn't you it? guarantee it'll be freezing cold and pouring with rain, of course, <laughs> if it's opening. Well, of course it will be. This is May, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I remember about, um, must have been about eight years ago, there was a March when March the 28th was 31 degrees. Really? I remember that when we lived in Quantock Road and I had one of them blow up swimming pools. You know, you blow the ring round the yeah, top yeah. and you fill it and think this ain't going to work and it does and it's great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Crazy stuff. I don't know. Swimming pools in the Clark family, that's a recipe for disaster. Isn't it? it is, really. Well, that's funny enough because I ended up, yeah. Yeah, we won't go there with the French <laughs> incident, but I ended up in French for two weeks after the uh, the other pool I had. Did you really have an accident yeah. you ended up in hospital? It wasn't to do with the pool, it was just coincidence that it was there, and if it wasn't there, it could have been even worse. What so did you do? Should I yourself. sat on an so airline? where this is sat now, we, we built a bonfire here. Right. And, um, yeah, I got pretty badly burnt, actually. Oh, we talked about this on air last week. Did we? Yeah. Okay, well, that's well, the trouble you get old, yourself. <laughs> do I? Yeah, it's trouble you get old, you repeat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> God, this wouldn't be tolerated on the BBC, Sean, would it? They'd have us wheeled out. Well, maybe it <laughs> should, maybe it should be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, imagine it, that. It's been too early, 10 to 10. What are we going to talk about now? Well, I don't want to talk about Ed Balls. No. <laughs> no. Definitely don't want to do that. I think we should play another song. So we played Bucks Fizz. We've played... We've, did we play Lorene? No, we haven't. We probably should do that. That would be the 2012... Uh, entry, wouldn't it? A bit of our Lorene. I remember yeah. that. We were over near the studio, weren't we, then? Ah. Yeah, quite a while ago. We play a bit of her, because it's quite a good song, isn't it? I don't know. I can't remember Do you it. like Euphoria? it? Yeah, Euphoria is a good song. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. up for that? You're up for this? Yeah, why let's, not? Let's do it on 7FM. Why? Why can't this moment last forever, Tonight Tonight eternity's an open to Stop doing the things you do
Is great. On the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with Andy Clark. Thanks. I shouldn't talk over. Morning, you. Jules. Yeah. Hello, Jules. Hello. Uh, I'd like to speak to uh, Andy. Uh, when he rang me, he went, uh, "Hello, c- can I speak to Andy Clark?" I said, "Is that the Jules Holland?" He went, I- <laughs> "Is is that the uh, the Andy Clark?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Oh, we've, we've, we've established communication. Great." great. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I what I do object to a little bit. I noticed you only got him to say your name. Yes. That was deliberate, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't he have just said my name? I want him to say my name. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, thanks. Can you ring him back? Thanks, um, thanks for that, uh, Jules. <laughs> just before you go, um, can you just do me a quick a quick um, name check? Paul or Paul Ryan Orcock. Don't write it down. Yeah. Because it's rude <laughs> if you write it down. <laughs> but that's his name. Uh, well, I, I don't want him now. I don't like him. He smells. So See? What, that's what, what he, he, he would have said. Mm, that is what happened. Yeah. So that's why I never did it. He's got Clavanova. He has got Clavanova. He's got the same model as me. No, he hasn't. Yes, he has. He has. I, I told him I've got a CLP 290. 270. And I told him, he said, he, he said he's got one. Yeah. And he said, the good thing is, because you can turn him down, but his neighbour can't stand him banging his foot on the floor, is what he said to me. <laughs> Called him a weirdo. Didn't like that. <laughs> oh, dear. True story. True story. So, well, so we've played all the good uns anyway yeah <laughs> well, i don't know well that's subjective isn't it well books fizz got good. 15 minutes of barry manlow to go out with well we should probably go out with engelbert oh not engelbert sean's mm. <laughs> <laughs> off do you know do you know who he is sean <laughs> of course you know yeah i think you might know yeah engelbert umperdink not from first time around because he's an he's indian isn't he he's born in I don't india know. I is that his real name <clears throat> no his not, real is name it? is like brian davis or something yeah. it wasn't that at all it's a normal name yeah it's a very normal name I don't know why you would choose that one as a as a stage name. Well, he launched himself. In, they or they launched it. I can't. Uh, there's a whole story about this, isn't there? I'm sure Pete or Sean would know. But um, yeah, he, he, he launched and he, he didn't. He did nowhere, and then they changed his name to that, and he did really well. So there you go. What's an annoying name, Paul Ryan Orcock? Yeah, all right. We don't go down there, do we? Not really. It's gone cold near now. It is. Yeah. Up and down. <laughs> I was just going to see what his name was. Actually. <clears throat> Oh, there you go. Birth name, Arnold. There you go. Arnold. See? Arnold George Dorsey. Yeah. He's 78. That's his age. Limey. Apparently he's a singer. He, that's where he, where he does. There you go. Not much gets past me, is it? Not really. Them flies and long winter nights must fly by <laughs> in your house, <laughs> the flies go past me, yeah. So do you enjoy eating? Uh, what about you? Do you like eating, Sean? Yeah. Are you a, a fan of food? Yeah. Uh, are you a fan of food, Paul? I'm trying well, to give it you, you are. Up. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Lucky Barry's not on you. Do you know, um, <laughs> apparently politicians do like to eat like they're voters really well yes that's the word so they actually eat food is one of the things that's good it says here david cameron has been photographed eating dinner at nando's in bristol my babber 
It, I added that last bit, by the way. I know, I know. It doesn't say that. It Uncanny. follows long line of gastronom- gastronomic attempts by politicians to connect with the electorate, writes Harry Lowe. The Prime Minister becomes the latest politician to eat in public when he tucked into half a chicken, chips, coleslaw and red wine at the Portuguese eatery. Last year, Chancellor George Osborne tweeted a picture of himself munching a burger as he added the finishing touches to his spending review. He was sorry. He was later derived after it emerged that the snack cost ten pound, uh, included VAT and oh, no, and was from restaurant chain Byron. Oh, I oh, eat yeah, Byron. It was, a, it was a gourmet burger, wasn't it? I eat in Byron, uh, not in him, but actually uh, there's a there's a <laughs> one round by the Google Building in London. Christ. Really nice. They do a lovely chili burger. Right. This isn't product Is it about ten pounds. It's not that much, no. And they, they it's really good. And the chips, anyway. Rather than a cheaper takeaway. Well, McDonald's doesn't deliver, Osborne said at the time. The opposite, did Byron deliver? Well, obviously they do if he had it delivered. If you rang him up and said, do you deliver? They said, no, we do chicken. We do... <laughs> oh, groan. Sorry. The opposition are just as keen to use food for political gain. Uh, uh, Labour, Ed Miliband and Ed Balls, the, chado- the shadow chancellor, visited a, brand- a branch of Greg's with cameras in tow in protest at the decision. Later reversed to apply VAT on the cost of paste- pasties and sausage rolls. That was a weird law, wasn't it? It was. If it was warm and it was above 19 degrees, it <laughs> yeah, was like, whatever. Yeah. Eating in public is also contentious in the US too. New York Mayor Bill de Biasio was lampooned by the American media in January for eating pizza with a knife and fork rather than win his hands. Oh. Do you eat a pizza with a knife and fork, Sean? No. Trying to give it up. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Sometimes I do. When you're... But normally, if nobody's looking, I just shovel it in as quickly as I can. Why not? It's guilt not? eating. It is. Because I know I shouldn't be eating it. I eat when I'm fed up. Do you? <clears throat> and when I'm happy. <laughs> and when I'm not really sure, I still eat. I did the, uh, I tried the 5 do diet, actually. The 5 do, 5 two. Okay. So I slipped into Peach Street then, and yeah, the 5 do diet made. Yeah. Um, and put on about half a stone in about two weeks. Did you really? So I, I think I went so mad on the <laughs> days off, I just ate, <laughs> ate everything in sight. That's talking to Barry. Um, oh! <coughs> eat us, he's not listening. Is he back next week? Uh, oh, yeah, it's, it's me, you isn't guys, it? isn't it? Because Sean's going to be Skyping into you. Oh, we won't be able to handle that, Sean. <laughs> if we if, if we don't answer, it's not because we're ignoring you, it's because we can't work out which button to press. All you've got to do is just fade that up like that. <laughs> is that fade? What, I can't see the fader. There's something in the way. It's, it's my, that oh, one. fader one. Yeah, fader one. Okay. Fader one. Yeah. Great band, got all their records. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> We've only got just over one minute to go, well, and then we're going to hand over to our show. So why don't we start playing a song for 30 seconds, then have to fade out for the news for Rebecca Foster. Rebecca Foster with the Weekend Review. <laughs> should we do, or should we just try we sh- and... Why don't we see if we can talk, speak to her, get her to oh, do a jingle for us? that be cool? she got a Twitter handle. <laughs> this is Rebecca Sorry. Foster, and you're listening to severnfm.com. <laughs> 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 like Stephen, Stephen Hawking again. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's tweet her. I think we should. We do. Thing is, I'll have to start paying for the news down there if I do next. Oh, you're legally downloading. Well, it, I know yeah. I'm not. I just thought I was paying, but apparently I'm not. They're not. Tra- oh no. Okay, true listen. story. <laughs> Good job that didn't go on air. Not really. Oh, hang on. Yeah, I'd have to edit that out. <laughs> well, well. So Wait. we're nearly there. What you got to do today? Well, I'm going to be mowing if the rain stops. Mostly mowing. <clears throat> Mostly mowing and collecting the gl- grass up. Yeah. Uh, got to let some chickens mix them up. Gotta oh, check yeah? the little the grass. Not, yeah, well, they do that. Oh, I see. Uh, but that's it, really. Other than that, that's it. Good. So I won't be here next week, but you guys will be. <gasps> no. Yes. Scary stuff. So it's goodbye from me. Yeah, it's goodbye from him. Yes. And I'll it's hello from him. <laughs> Say again. I'll see you in a minute. Oh, you certainly will.
across Gloucester and around the world at 7fm.com and 7fm.com.